Hey everybody, Aaron here. Welcome to The Forecast. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is not your first time, you're coming back to listen to us again. Thanks so much for joining us. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. We are a group of guys who love discussing all kinds of things from video games to board games to film to TV to just things that we encounter throughout our everyday lives. And just sitting around and discussing that uh, is absolutely amazing and fun to us. So uh, that's what we get to do every other Thursday. Uh, if you'd like to really learn more about what we do, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Are The Horizon Community. You can also check out our website at wearethehorizon.com uh, for a lot of additional content, such uh, or a lot of additional content such as uh, podcasts from the past, as well as video content and some additional things that are pretty cool. Uh, everything that we talk about in our cast, we also push out to uh, our cast notes, which gets pushed out to whatever podcasting app that you use. Now. This week is going to be the first of several weeks this year. We're going to be looking back on some past casts that our group has absolutely loved. While we're working on some upcoming podcasts with some very specific content that we're excited about, such as one dedicated to Battle Royale and the games that have sort of evolved from that, we'd really like to give everyone a quick flashback into some past casts so you can experience some of our favorites with us. And this week in particular is definitely one of our favorites. And even though it's shorter than usual, it packs some definite great moments. Uh, episode 19 was posted in October of 2016, and for this cast, we decided that we would do something different. By different, I mean we would watch and hate on the CW original series, The Arrow. In our group, and hopefully among most of you, we have a general hatred for all things Arrow, except for a few of us, which I won't mention. Uh, and when somebody actually sits through an episode, we call that pity watching. Because, of course, we all hate the show so much, we decided we would watch an episode together and talk about how not great it was. Now, if you want some extra content, if you want the context of the show, you can go watch the episode prior to listening to the podcast, but it's, it's not necessary. Uh, this podcast is enjoyable without it. You don't need to see the episode to listen in. Um, however, if you're inclined, The Arrow Season 3, Episode 9, The Climb, is what we're going to be watching. So feel free to go watch that before if you really want to get some extra context. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. And like I said before, we're really working on some upcoming podcasts that we are very excited about. Uh, but we also want to explore with you some podcasts that we did in the past that we absolutely loved. So sit back and enjoy this commentary on a pity watch of the best, not best show ever, The Arrow. Okay, why are we recording? Well, I'm just going to start it now, and then we figure out what we're going to do. I'm going to cut into it. And... This is just like a joke. This is like a big prank you guys are playing on me because I hate <laughs> the idea so much, right? <laughs> we're actually not doing this. We're going to stop in like a second. Oh, no. We're doing this. <laughs> you got tons of time to waste, dude. I don't have 42 minutes to waste on Arrow. You totally have 42 minutes to waste. Uh, I have 42 minutes to waste. Not on Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> I have no time to waste on Arrow. I believe in you. I mean, this is like, this is several people's favorite show. And I think you will have a greater appreciation after watching Wait, this episode. Who, Except I've several. already seen this episode. So. Again, again. Yeah. I said again. So watching it again is going to make it way better, yeah. yeah. That's why I think we should go to the uh, season three, because I don't think anybody's seen season three. They haven't seen that far ahead. They haven't seen season three? 
Does it even you guys have? Is it even on Netflix? Yeah, not, nobody has in this channel except for me, and I'll I'll rewatch it. Season three is on Netflix. If we wanted to jump to something in there, it'll be new uh, content. New content. Well, I can you know I that doesn't make me any happy because <laughs> I know it's gonna be the same as the old content. What was it? Season three, episode what? Seven? Nine. Nine. The climb. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I don't even know. It's where crap it's, gets real, dude. Does he just climb a mountain for like the entire episode? I'd watch it's it. where crap gets real. You know what? And what, what would be even better is if we go into the last episode that aired where basically he just talks about Hope being the defeater and then like, you know, the guy tries to use powers on him. He's like, I have hope. And then like, it just kind That's of... That's a pretty good episode too. Yeah. The is way he, he defeats him with hope. Man. Yeah, he defeats him with hope, dude. Is it though? It's. I think it was a playoff of Star Wars, A New Hope. Really? That's a real thing? I don't know, man. It seemed like it. This podcast is a real thing. <laughs> the user review on season three, episode nine, has ten stars. Holy it says what? one of the most solid episodes of the entire series. Oh my god! Yep, let's do it. All right. The fine. final line of this episode says, "Truly spectacular," is what this guy says about <laughs> it. Wow. Okay, so I guess we will um, uh, chat. Why, Chad, why don't you tell us about why the Arrow is the best show on planet Earth? Okay, well, it's not the, like, to me, it's really good because I just, like, I don't know, it's one of those watches where it's, like, entertaining for a while, and then, like, I kind of, like, dig the corniness because it's so bad that it's, like, good sometimes. Like, it's one of those things where it's just, like, you hear a cheesy pickup line and you're just like, oh, that was pretty good. But, like, you know what I mean? Nobody knows what I mean. I'm I'm just, I'm a minority here. No one knows. Should I just go ahead and rate this show four stars now? It's kind of like why I like the hundred. It's like it's got the drama that like drives it, and then it's got like the stupid plot. And then, to to be completely honest, like Arrow in the first season was pretty decent, and then they just started getting like they started getting dumb. But I've stuck with it because it's like Ugh. I really like Arrow as a superhero. It's just back to pity watching realm, I feel it's, like. Okay, I really like Arrow as a superhero, and like I'm like watching it for like maybe they'll make it better. Like maybe <laughs> it'll like get better, but like ugh. probably not. Yeah, That's I, okay though. I, I, I hope they make like a movie where it's actually good. They kind of did they did that with uh Smallville was like I watched all of Small. You know that's what it is. I watched like all of Freaking Smallville. Smallville, and what so, a terrible show. And so, and I like, grew up with that show. And so, I think that's why I like Arrow so much is because it's like a darker version of Smallville, and like it's still got the stupidness to it. But like they they made Man of Steel, and that movie's a classic. Nah, <laughs> Caleb. Nah. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We are going to spend 42 a, minutes of wait. Caleb's life. What? Go ahead. Here's another review. So that I was looking at other <laughs> reviews. They're all like 10 stars, but here's one that's one star, and it just says, I must be addicted to this series. It's so bad. And it's like a positive <laughs> review, but he gave it one star. <laughs> so we're going to uh, spend 42 minutes of Caleb's life that he will never Waste. get back. Waste. We're going to waste 42 minutes of Caleb's life that he will never get back. And we are going to watch season three, episode nine of the Arrow. Sorry, of Arrow. Thank you, Jake, for that clarification. Yeah, I got you, man. Um, Entitled The Climb. Mm. Climb, The Climb. Uh, So I think we're going to watch it. We're going to pause the cast. And and then we're going to return once the uh, show's over and talk about how amazing 
amazing the show is and maybe read some reviews so alex if you find some other great reviews that would be yeah sure, sure that would be fantastic wonderful oh so excited that's it that's it for this episode oh it's that's it oh it no. is over yes. yeah Okay, so... Oh, don't uh, worry, there's another episode! No, <laughs> yeah, we can totally watch Close. the next episode. But oh, no. I'm so excited. In the next episode, he, I think, wakes up in a cabin with the chick that was taken by the white-haired lady. Uh, they and... don't even pretend like he's dead for one full episode? I, no, no, it's weeks I later, right, Chad? So. It's like, yeah, it's like weeks later. That but was like, the mid-season so finale. Was, yeah, that was a mid-season finale, so like, you have to stay with that for a little bit. Like, oh, he's dead, but then you're like, okay, this is Arrow. Yeah. How is he? How is he dead? We all know death is but an illusion. Um, but no, he wakes up in the cabin and he has like just like bandages on, and she's like, "I used a special thing to heal you, and you're fine now." And and then he like, yeah, eventually, I think somehow kills Roz. I don't know. I forget. So let's let's uh, talk for a minute. I actually took some notes while we were going about the oh, core important things. You know, like um, definite moral moral boosters in the show. Mm. Definitely should take these just you know and run with them. Uh, number one being that uh, the best way to get a criminal out of a city is for other criminals to intimidate the good people into getting that criminal by saying, "Well, we're going to kill fifty people per day if you don't <laughs> get them," which I think is valid. See, though, here's the other issue I have with that. Right? Let's say the criminal is one of the first fifty. Now <laughs> the people can't catch him because he's dead. <laughs> So they just gotta kill everyone. That is very valid. Until some random person is like, yeah, it was me. Don't kill anyone else. <laughs> huh, never thought about it that way. No. Jake, you bring up a valid a good point. point, Jake. <laughs> this is really very a good, good point. point. I mean, I guess point. they're guaranteed to get them eventually because they just kill everyone, but... I mean, once you assassinate and destroy the entire village, like, you don't have to worry about it anymore. That's true. There's no more crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if somebody, like, moved to another city, though? Oh, damn. There's yeah, a loophole. Kill all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> the you cycle better. continues. <laughs> you go to their city? Listen, there's a criminal among you. You probably know nothing about their actions because, well, honestly, the other city they were in is now no one. There's no one left. But uh, we're going to need you to catch them. <laughs> you have two days. <laughs> also, they, like, uh, they gave him that time period, 48 hours, and then, like, 12 hours later, they're like, well, obviously, he's not taking us seriously. Let's go do something about yeah. it. That's kind of going back on your word, bad guys. Kind of? I that's mean, explicitly yeah, going bad back on their word. That. I was about to say, you just said bad guys. So <laughs> there's, okay, the, there's a couple, that. A couple other important things here. Um, standing on graves while talking, obviously necessary. Whoa. Especially if you're talking about someone whose specific grave you're standing on. Yeah, I it's think like, that's like oh, a, why, it's like a requirement. why are you here? And it's like, oh, I don't know. I just like standing near a random gravestone. I mean, you could turn your head a little to the right and read the name. It does say Sarah Lance. Oh, yeah, she did, didn't oh, she? Oh, you know what's funny? Okay, you know what's funny, actually? And, and this will actually just explain a lot of the confusion. Um, that gravestone was there from when she was, quote-unquote, dead on the boat. Uh, uh, was it really? Okay. Yeah, that makes that's a make more, more sense. sense. Okay. Yep. All right, fine. I'll count it. But still, like, why would Laurel be there? Oh, that still makes it a little more like. That's and how did she find clues. her? 
Well, I gotta go hunt down Laurel for no apparent reason. Thea, Thea was going to her mom's grave. That's why we already discussed that too. So, yeah. So it, it kind of makes more sense, but the the thing that doesn't make sense is the why are you here? Oh, I'm just visiting the the ghost grave of my not dead sister. Uh point number three: you should always show your heritage by items you store on your desk. Yep. Yes, that's crucial. Yeah, I'm assuming you guys do that regularly at oh, of your course. jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Caleb, what do you have on your desk? Oh, camo. Just like so much camo. <laughs> camo. <laughs> Just like several been... items. Are they camouflaged for like, uh, you know, like real tree, or are they camo to match the color of your desk? Oh, I got both, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When... I have a large number of different camos. What is your mouse? I mean, what kind of camo is it? Is it camo to the it's desk? It's digital. Digital camo. Digital camo. Yeah. Winter digital, specifically. It's got to blend digital. in with the information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, when... what do you have on your desk? I have a live crab. <laughs> Excuse me? He's from yeah. Maryland. What do you expect? Yeah, I'm from Maryland. What else would I have? It's true. <laughs> well, do you have Old Bay? Of course. <laughs> okay, but that's good. just We're like good. sprinkled over everything. It's not like a box, okay. you know? Wow. Well, whenever like anyone comes like, near me, I just blow it at them. Is this like the same crab you've had since you started work? Or do you have to repeatedly update and get new crabs? Well, I eat him at the end of every day. <laughs> <laughs> so then I gotta bring in a new one. <laughs> so working at Outback, I can't. I don't have a desk, but I usually bring an alligator to work. Do you? Mm. That fits. Yeah. I mean, it's fitting. It's fitting. Yeah. Also, I have an upside down cross on my uh, book that I use to write down orders. Wow. Yeah. I just wow. need to really. I'm out there. Okay. Apparently. I just Apparently. keep my whole work area just nice and damp. <laughs> That's disgusting. Excuse Damp me? and moist. Everything's just a little moist. Stop saying that I was, word. I was appalled at Jake having a crab. Now I'm really <laughs> confused about and why it's damp. Because I'm from Florida and the oh. humidity levels just like are unbearable. Just, you're you're walking through a full body of water at all times. Mm. You're basically uh, swimming when you're walking. <laughs> That's I ugh. I, the word I can't even say that word. Moist, it's so gross. Moist, or damp. moist. What about you? What about moist? Just panties. a word. I know. It just it's. What did you just say, Chad? Nothing. You heard him. Uh, I have, I have a Shiba on my desk. Um, of course you do. But Jen? it's 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 like everyone's a it's a low surprised. It's a low poly Shiba. Mm. Yeah. Great. It's great. Why don't you get a high poly one? I don't know because better. I like low poly look. Uh, point number four, if you're ever going to make a super antibiotic, don't, because you will inevitably somehow turn a super antibiotic into a super virus. It's inevitable. It's a common mistake. True, can confirm. I think like, I think that's like all, uh, uh, apocalyptic scenarios in movies. Yeah. What people Mm -hmm. typically do. Believe so. I'm not sure how that works though, because a antibiotic is not in itself a virus, I believe. We don't know. We're not doctors. Probably That's true. Is. That's true. That's true. I mean, isn't don't antibiotics get rid of biotics, bacteria? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like bacterial infections and not viruses. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not a biologist. Listen, that's not. It doesn't matter to the story arc. All that's, that's important true. is. I mean, you're right. About they that. created a super virus while working on an antibiotic. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, point number five, macros solve everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you Truth. should always just have them programmed in for literally everything you're going to do. You can do anything you want on a computer if you just will it into existence and hit random keys on, on the letter area of the keyboard. Really? Yeah. True, but we've learned that from different shows too, not only Arrow. That's true. What shows? Like all NCIS. Yeah, have oh you watched NCIS? The hacking in NCIS. <laughs> yes. So, this is so great. Uh, there's a, there's, there's one where they like hack a car and the guy pulls up an iPad and there's like a GUI and it says like there's like a shut off engine button. <laughs> and nice. It. What the heck? I remember that one. <laughs> it's amazing. Have you seen guys seen the episode of Castle where they're like hacking each other? And they have no. like seven or eight firewalls each. <laughs> and they're like actively watching the hack go in between different firewalls. They've yeah, made it to three of our firewalls. Well, I'm going to distract them. And Castle's like, I'm, I'm going to call her and distract her. Oh, I've seen that exact episode. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the one with Mal, right? Yeah, it's the one with Mal. Yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Hacking in movies is just great, actually. It truly is. Yeah. I mean, I... It's fantastic. I Yo, just... Mr. Robot has great hacking, though. Okay, but that's like real-level hacking. We can't count that. That's actually great. The episode of NCIS, when there's two people hacking on one keyboard. Yes! <laughs> that's a classic. He's right. like, they're hacking too fast. You gotta get in here and help me. And they're both typing on the same keyboard. And there's another one where one of the guys says that he needs to go make a GUI in Visual Basic to trace their IP. What? <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go create a GUI in Visual Basic to trace their IP. I'm like, I what? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! Just make this like eight times harder than it needs to be. Yeah, I don't know. It's Fun great. fact: This is the highest-rated episode of season three, and the highest-rated episode of the whole series so far. Wow! That is up until what? this came out. So I'm not sure about in the future episodes but you just watched the best this series had to offer up until this episode oh, that's disappointing that's <laughs> very very disappointing wow i just found your one where they need to do the gui interface using visual basic wow it's csi is that what you said i wasn't sure what show it was from i just remember it being a thing yeah it's definitely and is that new CSI, like CSI Cyber? I'm sure it's just chock full of this stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched any of it, but. Uh, great. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Point number six. Death is an option, not an illusion. <laughs> but death not is sure also you, an illusion. But sometimes it's an illusion. It's an illusion unless it's an option. See, it, but it comes so it's for like us a, all. So wait, so Caleb, what you're saying is just like it's a square but not a ranked rectangle. Like, not a rectangle, but a square. So death is an illusion, but sometimes an option, right? Sure. <laughs> I didn't follow. Me neither. You know how, like, a, 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 a rectangle is a square, or, like, a square is always a rectangle, but, like, a rectangle is not always a square? Sure, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. So death is an illusion, but, like... It's always an illusion. It's always an illusion, Not it's always also an option. an option. But it's not always an option. Man, you are killing it. <laughs> but it's always an illusion and sometimes an option. Yeah. I see. I mean, with, the, with this show, literally it is. Like, because about 99.9% of the characters die and come back. <laughs> wow. Right. Like, 
Marth, uh, who is it? Um, what's oh, what was Oliver's mom? And basically, Moira. Oliver's Oliver's parents just died, and they're just gone. Yeah, yeah. I like that's that's <laughs> an interesting decision. Did you guys like how polished that fight scene was, though? Mm, because apparently, Steve Amell worked with a stunt director for over a month. What on the fight what? scene? What? What to get it down? Yeah, over for a that month. One? That's intense, man. <laughs> also, oh my gosh, this is from the trivia section on IMDb. This is the most ridiculous, like, let's just try to get things to connect that don't really kind of trivia ever. So when Rachel Ghoul defeats Oliver, he grabs Oliver's blade, right? The character Rachel Ghoul is played by Liam Neeson in the film Batman Begins 2005. <laughs> and Liam Neeson portrays. Uh, Rob Roy in the movie Rob Roy in 1995, and he defeats his foe in the final fight in the same way that Raj <laughs> defeats Oliver in this episode. Wow. What? <laughs> That's, an That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Wow. Well, I, that takes a lot of effort to look up all those characters and how they. We got to connect fights. Liam Neeson to this somehow. I don't know how. Well, Liam Neeson's really connected to pretty much everything, right? That's true. Somehow. Yeah. Non stop. Um, point number seven. Anybody who's nobody is basically Roy because Roy's Robin. What? I'm, what did that even mean? Point number eight. <laughs> Roy is Robin. Roy is Robin. In the show, Roy. Sure. Yeah. Roy. We follow that Roy. part. It was Roy. the beginning Roy. part that I think everyone's yeah. confused about. <clears throat> yes, I know. I know. So the point is here that Roy is basically like Robin. And Alex, you said he's your favorite character, right? Tied for the Felicity, but yes. Wait, whose favorite character is Felicity? That's yours, Caleb, right? Yeah. And does not Roy leave? Is that correct? He leaves the show at some point. Yes. Roy fakes his death. Why would he fake his death? He fakes so his he death. So he can get out of town. It's an illusion, Aaron. Oh, he yeah, also he also poses as the Green Arrow. Uh, yeah, why does he and even... takes claim for something that the Green Arrow did? Or yeah, because they were going to, to arrest him, right? Yeah. And then they really town. wanted to arrest Oliver. And then they like trick the police into thinking that the Green Arrow is not Oliver by having Roy <laughs> be under the mask when they unmask him. Yeah. Wait, why does he even need to fake his death? Can he just kill himself because it's an illusion anyway? I mean, I guess. <laughs> but just sleep. In this moment, it's just an option. Oh, okay. It's one of the option times. Got yeah. You. You, you gotta. <laughs> it's like the two finger, four finger. You just gotta follow it, dude. You just gotta understand. Oh <laughs> man. Point eight. Point eight. The best clubs are whisper clubs. ASMR. I wonder if that's a real thing. Somebody somewhere has created some sort of club where you just maybe it's like those clubs where you do they do poetry jams and everybody's clapping with their you know snapping their fingers. Mm. Same sort of concept. Everyone's doing like real sensual whispering. <laughs> I bet those poetry jams have turned into some ASMR stuff at this point. I bet really? some of the poems are like, I'm going to ASMR this poem to you guys. Everybody remain quiet for this performance, please. Just enjoy the sounds. You think if we went to DC, we could find an ASMR club and just like... DC's probably not the right place. New York? You know, like San Francisco? Probably yeah, someplace say. like, yeah. Yeah, no, Amsterdam would be a great place to start. Mm -hmm. 
Huh. I'll research it. Please do. ASMR Get back clubs. to us. Yeah, let us know. It's important. That's real important. We'll talk about it next podcast. Don't worry. I'll be able to type in like three buttons on my keyboard and it'll just do an extensive search and I'll find all the options. Yeah, I'll make a uh, interface and visual basic for it. Sweet. Uh, <clears throat> point nine. At some point, your training becomes so extensive that the only way to train is to fight and kill trained swordsmen. <laughs> Because yep. at some point you're just you're just too good, so it has to be real, or it's you're not even getting trained. Plus, you gotta thin the rank somehow, you know. You get yeah. too many ninjas, and it's like you gotta kill them. Yep. There, it was like they're running out of food and bed spacing, and so he was like, "All right, if you guys beat me, like you could well one be Ra's al Ghul, but two, like live." It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Uh, point 10, the arrow has a snuff sight. <laughs> Pretty sure. I don't know how long that's been around, but... After I mean, the I evidence in this episode, it seems very likely. Right? Yeah. Right? Is, this, is that a regular occurrence for those two who have watched it? I mean, do they regularly show people just dying from, like, the best cam- camera angle? Um, uh. That's a great answer, Caleb. Thank you. <laughs> Not, yeah, I've blocked sure. this all out, man. I mean, I guess, though, is it really snuff, though, if they don't really die, if it's just an illusion? You know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's true. That's tough. So that's that's tough how they get call. away with it. Disclaimer on the bottom of the snuff site. It says, none of these deaths are real because death is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> that's a legal loophole you don't hear about very often. Their disclaimer. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, they all, like both times they showed deaths in the, in the episode, though, it was literally like the best camera angle. Oh, yeah. Somebody's mm-hmm. there with like a News 4 camera. And like, we got to set it up this tripod. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Let's get the boom mic out. Either that or there's always a camera set up somewhere where it's like, you know, clearly in sight. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're getting off the plane. Clearly I mean, in sight. And yet with- they completely avoid the camera. With that like logic, nothing. like they could have probably just filmed an entire episode with surveillance cameras. <laughs> I'm sure there are TV shows who've done that before. That'd be really cool. Well, Paranormal Activity, right? Yeah. The whole found footage thing. Yeah. Um, point 11. The best way to get rid of heat in technology is to make it smaller and shove it all close together. It's yep, amazing no one's out. thought of that before. 100% accurate. Best I mean, way. Brilliant, honestly, brilliant. I think we probably should take is. that and, and, and apply it to real world applications. And you guys, I mean, those of you that do work on actual equipment, Alex, can you clarify? I mean, how much heat dispersion do you get when you shove things closer together? Yeah, you know, like infinite, pretty much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, to be fair, fair, the closer you get your cooler to your actual CPU, the more heat it draws. Yeah. So that is. A way to look at and it. in comes the Of course, nerd. that's specifically a cooler and not just all the components that generate heat yeah, next I'm to each put, other. I want to put all of the heat generators like right on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, maybe it it's like a homeopathic thing where like they're all the same, and so it just cancels <laughs> out. You know, that could yeah. work. They're like You're waves generating of heat, and it's yeah. destructive interference. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that in a much less nerdy way, so I'm glad you said it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Point number 12. Rib cages don't matter. All swords are sharp. It's true. Even square ones. Sharp enough, they just slide through like butter. 
You know, do you think like, with all of the work they're doing on those episodes, they would have done some amount of making those swords look legit at yeah. all? Like, at least in, like, the parts where they're talking holding to each it. other and, like, holding it at each other's throats or something. And you can see that it's, like, super <laughs> thick. And then they cut away to, like, an actual choreographed fight again. Like, you can cut in between and switch out the blades, you know? You would think. I don't know. They already spent more than a month working on the choreography. <laughs> With Steve Amell. Well, they probably couldn't off, handle. Man. No, Steve, uh, Steve, Steve, no. You have to switch to this blade now. What are you talking about? I just worked for a month with this blade. How am I supposed to do it with that one? Well, you know, originally it was sharp, but they practiced so much it got worn down and now it's dull. <laughs> That's a true story. It Is was like, Steve the guy who plays Ollie? Just so I'm aware. Yes, Steve okay. Amell, yeah. Steven. What's his name again? Steven Amell. Stephen Amell. Oh, his brother is Robbie Amell, right? Robbie Robbie Amell? I don't know Robbie Amell. Robbie, Robbie <laughs> I Amell? I mean, you just put a, Amell as a last name, and I wouldn't believe you. So. Oh, no, they're cousins. They're cousins. Stephen and Robbie Amell. Robbie Amell is the one who plays um, uh, Ronnie Raymond from The Flash, the fire guy. Is on fire? Pretty sure he's on fire. They're both on CW Firestorm. shows. Yeah, they're both yep. on CW shows. <laughs> and he's also the guy who is in... And I feel like Netflix is like actively trying to redeem CW actors because they've hired a lot of them for their movies recently, mm. one of which is Ark, and they had Robbie Amell play in Ark. Which, if you haven't mm. seen that, by the way, uh, you, should, you should watch. It's not like the best time travel looper story, but it's pretty good, and it's Netflix. This says Robbie Amell is best known for playing Stephen Jameson on the CW series The Tomorrow People. So he's on another CW show. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's on a lot. Um, number 13, which I think is the last point that I have, and feel free to, to give him some others if you had others that you had written down. Um, if George R.R. R. Martin wrote this show, it would have been over in four episodes. Because <laughs> death yeah. would not be an illusion. Death wouldn't be an illusion. People do come back and get I know, I know, I know, I know. Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> Wait. Hey, I'm not saying just the the show. I'm talking about the book. Ned too. Stark comes back. <laughs> I no, wish dude, Ned Stark comes back. Ned Stark that comes back be... in the in the books. Whoa! No. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh um, Lady Stoneheart. What's spoiler? Her? Yeah. Lady. Yeah. Bruh. Listen, spoiler, if, that's not a spoiler. If Bruh, Sean... gonna, none of you are gonna read the books. Listen, but real. we're going to watch the show, and if she comes back, I'm going to murder it's you. It's too late for that already. I'm going to murder you. If Sean Bean came back, the TV show would have been ruined. <laughs> it's period. true. I mean, every, yeah. every TV show that he, or everything that he's ever done in his life, I think, if he dies and he comes back, the show is terrible. What were we watching the other day, <laughs> Caleb, but if he dies that he wasn't dead. dying? That he didn't die in? Yeah, it was, we were it watching was, something. Um, National Treasure. Oh, yeah, he we were watching National, National Treasure. Treasure. Oh, that's See, right, not doesn't. that good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. That movie's amazing. So the movie is probably that movie actually is pretty good. Like top ten <laughs> what, out of top all time. Ten? No. Did you just say top ten? He did. No. Yeah. Of like Nicolas Cage movies? Or... <laughs> no, just of all time. Have you seen Next? Closely followed behind Pirates. I think on I have Stranger seen Next. Tides. That movie is so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. On Stranger Tides, really? On Stranger Tides. What's the, that's the fourth one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even seen that one. <laughs> I'm angry right now. Why? I don't know. So did anybody else get any good... Uh, did anybody get any I, other good uh, moral guidance points from 
from uh, the arrow? Well, I, ha- I have just a point. Okay, yeah, let's go. Let's go. hear it. Sure. Arrow sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Caleb, did you watch the episode? Did you see the part where he climbed? I did. Amazing. I saw it like six times, actually. I mean, I just want to point out that Laurel was just like in a room with his, her mom and dad and then like at dinner and, and the mom's like, Sarah's dead, isn't she? So there's that. She's like mother's Mom, intuition. Mom's, mom's I mean, always no, I guess. Well, she's a mom and she's a woman, so it's like, you know, you just multiply wow, her ability to, to know. As opposed women to most mothers know, not dude. being women. So yeah, I was like, gonna say like she's a <laughs> uh, um, man and a mo- mom. Like, does that work? Anybody want to help me out with that one? I mean, technically, nope. I think they somebody had uh, there was a transgender couple that birthed a child out of the man. Oh no! Yep. Wait, wait, wait! <clears throat> yeah, that wait. happened years ago. What are we talking about? We're talking Let's about Arrow over there. <laughs> the hey, point man. is, my point is, I mean, it's true though, because she's a mom, she has mom's intuition, but women always know as well. And I think they actually played on that a little bit in uh, the new Star Wars, which I thought was hilarious when he was talking about being a part of the resistance. And uh, Han Solo was like, yeah, women always find out. Yo, y'all should check out San Holo. Gosh. San Holo. What is San Holo? He's a pretty good artist. <laughs> okay <laughs> my point was there was this episode had more i would say higher than average amount of like uh dramatic reveals and like touching emotional scenes yeah and then Aaron, and if you can cut to jake gasping montage right now <laughs> yeah it, no cutting i just every single time one of those scenes happens you just look at the actor's face and you're like you're a paid actor <laughs> you're, you're being paid for this face right now. I'd, I mean, I'd get paid for that face. Can you please like try to put some like look in the mirror a couple times before you come out to do this scene and see if you can get like an accurate representation of what you're supposed to be feeling. I mean, in all honesty, the director's probably like, all right, all right Steve, this is the face that I want you to make, and I'll like show him, and then he's like, all right, do it, and then Steve will make that. Face. It's it's kind of like that scene in the in uh, what is it, the uh, Panther. The Panther movie, where it's like, say ham, ham, say burger, burger, say hamburger, hamburger. <laughs> yeah, I know what nice. you're talking about. And Pink Panther. Yeah. yeah. Like Laurel's mom's face a couple times. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, you think like, what? I think they just got her off the street. You're like, all right, we need a mom. You're an extra. Come here. You'd think if they spent a month with a martial arts action sequence director... They spent the same amount of time with facial expressions. No, you definitely know they didn't, but I'm just saying you would think they would have spent some additional time with the other scenes. Because, I mean, that scene was a whole, what, two minutes long, if that? What, the fight? Yeah. Yeah, it was like nothing. (laughs) I'm surprised to hear they spent so long on it. I didn't think it was that great. Spectacular. <laughs> Jay, no. what are you talking about? It's the best fight scene I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, the raid kinda... has nothing on that. <laughs> Highest rated episode stories. of Arrow, man. The raid is so good. Don't even. The raid is amazing. <laughs> what did you just say, Alex? It's the highest rated episode of Arrow. <laughs> it's got a 9.7 out of 10. You know why it's probably the, high, the highest rated? Everybody thought it probably ended because the Arrow died. <laughs> oh, wow. People like, saw it and yes, they were like, it's over. Yes. I've been waiting this whole series to see this. (laughs) The other point I wrote down was Malcolm's absolutely insane plan. (laughs) Yeah. Which was 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, his ridiculous plan that had very, very little chance of success and very large chance of going really wrong for everybody involved. And it did. Well, again, again, that's pretty, like, um, normal, I think, for a lot of uh, story arcs. I mean, think about... Do you remember the uh, the the plan in um, 007? Um, what was the name of that movie? Uh, Sky Skyfall? Remember that guy's plan, Alex? We've talked about this before. Yeah. Where he planned on them capturing him so that he could infiltrate the PC or their, their network so that they could... I mean, it was just the, the entire story arc had like 30 different things, different variables that if went wrong, his entire plan would fail. So dumb. And it's similar here. Like Malcolm, in terms of this series, Malcolm is actually like fairly smart. Like he usually stays one step ahead of everybody. That's his whole character. And he just kind of like sits in the shadows and like manipulates everybody from afar. And he does that. But this time it's like, I'm going to get your sister to kill this chick that you cared about. But then like that is going to make the assassins come after us, which in turn is going to make you try to protect your sister and then kill the assassins so that we can go like take over. Wait, so his this whole plan take over his whole plan. Well, they, they both were after Malcolm and he eventually wants to like take over the league of assassins, which he does later. He of course, becomes thank like you. Rachel spoiler. Gold. Well, you know, are you really yeah, worried about Arrow spoilers? Man. So his entire plan hinges on the fact that this guy that's really good with bows is going to be able to defeat a massive, like a master assassin in a sword fight. I mean, you should well, be. You can all see it went really well. It went super, super well. He had him on the ropes for like half a second there. <laughs> Not got, even at the beginning. Like he got destroyed. End like the entire fight and then like got like a sucker punch in and then couldn't even use that to full effect to do any damage and then got wrecked the first sucker punch was from Ra's al Ghul and that's what got Oliver off his game yeah Mm -hmm. he just like he like the conversation in their eyes went kind of like this hey man I thought we were gonna go through a tutorial of what each movement meant before we went into the fight and Ra's (laughs) like nah sucker you dying and then Oliver's like, man, I'm just like, I, would th- I would thought we were going to have a fair fight. Like, this is going to be like a little bro. Didn't you see earlier in the series? Like, th- somebody probably took a video of me killing all of my ninjas. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, the fact that the sword can go through Oliver's ribcage, but Ra's al Ghul can stop it with his hand. I think yeah. is um, yeah, amazing, honestly. Yeah, I'm pretty honestly. sure his hand would have just been lobbed off, but hey. He grabbed it with his hand, man. This isn't Monty Python and the Holy Grail, okay? <laughs> Did you see that he grabbed it with his hand in one orientation and then it cut and his hand was in a different orientation? No, I didn't, but that's Mom, amazing. hey, listen. We don't have time to spend money on transition shots, okay? <laughs> We're focused on the fight. On the fight. Also, I started watching the beginning of the next episode, and he got stabbed like pretty high up in his chest, and then his bandages are like on his lower abdomen area. In the next that was the episode. easiest place to put bandages. Again, transition <laughs> shots. All in all, guys, what would you rate uh, the, that episode out, I mean, of, uh, out of 10? I have to give it a 10 based on what everybody's saying on IMDb. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with you, Alex. I'm going to give it a solid 10. Best episode of Arrow. Yep. 
best episode of Arrow. Solid 10. I'd give so, it a um, 10.36. Oh. Woo! Extra points. Mm, the point the three six is for the amount of facial expressions. And uh, oh, I, I don't know if you like looked at Ray's eyes the entire time he talked, it kind of just freaks you out a little bit. Yeah. Like they're always like a little like it's almost like they put blush around his eye to where it makes him look like he's about to cry, like at the edge of crying on every sentence. Do you think they did that before like he meets the people who come in front of him? They like put a little blush around his eyes, to make him look teary. Mm. So they're just yeah. a little bit more intimidated. Or they just like have just recently punched him in the eye. Oh, that's probably what happened. And then that's why he's only in like a couple of the episodes because he has to get rid of the black eyes. Yeah, well, it's probably part of his training regiment. Not yeah. only is he killing, murdering assassins, master swordsmen, but he has people just come repeatedly punch him in the eyes. No, no, no. See, this is this is Ray Palmer. This is Adam, the guy who. So, like, when he was oh, talking to Felicity, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just, and he has that, like, eye twitch in his, like, right eye, where it's, like, kind of twitching, like, a little bit of twitch. There's a little twitch in his, like, there's a little bit of twitch in his eye. There's, like, a yeah. little twitch. By the way, what a great pickup line, right? I know. Right. <laughs> you, you're already putting it in your repertoire. That was the girl that I was supposed to kiss last, and then there was you. And he does a little eyebrow thing after that, too. Yeah, hey. His eyes, he always looks like he's either about to cry or he's really high or something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's so weird. that's a two tens and a 10.36. Jake and Caleb, what are you going to rate this episode? So had I not known that he actually survives that encounter, I'd probably give it a 10 because di- he died. <laughs> but knowing that, I'd probably give it like a solid two. Ooh. <laughs> Solid too. Wow, that mm-hmm. gives it like some amount of credit. Yeah, it does. It's good. <laughs> I mean, what in that episode gave any validity to a number at all? I figured it was just going to be. Well, sorry, not a number at all. Anything above zero. <laughs> he did get. He did get stabbed. Oh, okay. that was a plus. <laughs> Even if he survived, injury. It, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Any bodily injury yeah. to the arrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Is that it? Uh, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is even after season four. I go to the, to list all of the episodes. This is still the highest rated episode of the <laughs> era. What? So I, I, I just wanted to touch on. Uh, I said point three six. So like the point uh, three is for all the the faces and stuff. The point zero six is for um, the fact that the window was broken and instantly in the next scene it was just fixed. Yeah, I mean, whoever that I thought maintenance a bird flew guy. Yeah, the, a bird flew through it, so it wasn't that bad. Especially the kick that just shattered, like the all of the glass just like crumbled. Like Man, that was a what a well placed kick too. Because not only is there glass in that door, there's also grating, and he happened to get his yeah. foot right on the just center of that. So he can kick out the wood grating at the same time as breaking all the glass. You I mean, know, maybe impressive. he had a tiny piece of ceramic on his on his boot. That's what he did. <laughs> like he, specifically he got there, for kicking windows, he broke a spark plug. And put a couple points, stuck them in his boot. And then when he kicked glass, that's what it was, Caleb. I mean, if you know you're planning on kicking glass, you might as well stuff some ceramic in your boot. Valid. The reason why the window is fixed so fast is because it was such a clean break. Like, the entire thing was just, like, like, perfectly carved out of the wall. So the guy came to repair it, and he was just like, oh, I just need to put it in. Like, we're all good to go here. (laughs) Makes sense. Half the job's Probably. already done. I'm still impressed by him, though, because it was definitely late at night. And I, no maintenance guys answered the phone after, like, 2.30 p.m. 
Maybe none of your maintenance guys do. Oh, your She's got the guys? hookups. <laughs> no, not me, but her. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, clearly. She sent him a pic of her midriff. <laughs> so he came over. <laughs> and at that time, she was wearing a regular shirt. And he was super disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, glad guys, I'm glad we uh, spent uh, 42 minutes of Caleb's time watching that fantastic yeah, episode not. of TV. You're not? No. That was so great, though. To be good, to be fair, I had a really good run with a zazzle. Zazzle. So did you? I'm so yeah. glad. I'm yeah, so glad you too. had a good run with me the zazzle. <laughs> we'll have to do this arrow thing again sometime. What do you think? Yep. Next week, definitely. Next week. All Next right. week. Wait, tomorrow. Again. Special edition of this podcast was again produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week included Alex McGoslin, Chad McGoslin, Jake John Federkyle, and Caleb Juno. Once again, the music was provided by Media, or as you may know him, Andrew Reel. You can check him out online at soundcloud.com forward slash media official or on Spotify. And last but not least, this week's forecast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial. A small shop of makers and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial.com or you can check them out on Instagram. Again, thanks for joining us for this special podcast focused on the arrow or arrow or whatever the heck we want to call it. Uh, we're going to try and do these again in the future. Until next time, this has been The Forecast. <laughs>